Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, episode number 139er. Did, did I catch a niner in there? Welcome, Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast. Learn jazz piano without all the guesswork. Now, your host, Brendan Lowe. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, where we have one mission, that is to help you achieve jazz piano freedom so that you can express your true inner soul and emotions instead of having to copy what others have shown you. Now, we do this by providing structured and organized jazz piano education on specific jazz piano tools that you can then take and use over any tune so that you have complete jazz piano freedom. All right, welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast. Again, my name is Brendan Lowe. I'm the host as always, and thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm not going to do much talking today. I'm just going to kind of dive right in. But in this episode, I'm going to be going over seven ways I love to improvise over minor modal chords. So uh, these can be uh, these ideas can be used over uh, any minor, not any minor chords, but it doesn't have to be modal, right? If you have um, other minor chords that are in tunes, you know, at the ends of two five ones, or you have a couple bars of a minor chord. Um, or you have some original compositions that you're playing, uh, that you you have those minor chords in, then these these strategies can definitely be used. If you're playing more of like a two five one, like a bebop piece, um, this stuff it probably isn't going to be best unless you're kind of trying to go for that modal sound or more of an out type of sound rather than a bebop type of sound with approach notes. But uh, anyway, these are going to be you know ways you can use over uh, minor chords um, to kind of break out of the the you know I don't know. They're just my favorite ways I love to <laughs> to improvise over uh, minor seventh chord. So take these strategies and methods. <coughs> excuse me. Take these strategies. Wow, I don't know what happened to my voice there. I just lost it. Choked on my own uh, spit. That was attractive. Awesome. <laughs> so take these strategies. Explore with them, and uh, you know, utilize them and have fun. And you know, you can do so much with them. So it, you know, what I'm showing you here can be kind of tweaked and. Um, you know, created into a whole nother thing, you know, be my guest and definitely kind of use your own uh, voice in this kind of in these strategies and things like that. But with that being said, uh, let's dive right into these, um, these, these seven different ways I love uh, improvising over modal minor chords. Here we go. So the first way is going to be uh, something that I'm sure lots of people know, and that's going to be a pentatonic scale. So a C minor pentatonic scale. If I'm soloing right over, basically C minor, right? Um, my right hand is going to play a C minor pentatonic scale. So that's going to be one, two, three, five, six. Okay. Now the characteristic in the pentatonic scale is going to be that characteristic thirteen. Right or that six in there, which is a very you know distinguishable color in your soloing. So what we do here is we can use these uh, five notes in a lot of different ways. I like using them scalar, so it doesn't you don't have to do patterns at all. My left hand is going to play fourth voicings to get more of a modal sound, right? And if you're not really sure about your left hand fourth voicings, basically you can just take your D Dorian scale, create a fourth and then simply move it up and down the Dorian scale, right? And that's gonna give you your fourths. But anyway, here is your C pentatonic scale, and by scalar, I mean more movement up and down rather than pattern. So if I were to uh, count this tune off, one, two, one, two, three, four. Two. 
right? So there's not many patterns going on there. It's kind of just movements up and down, right? And it doesn't have to be at a fast tempo like I counted off. It could be one, two, a one, two, three, four. Right? It could be at any different tempo. So that's going to be the C pentatonic, uh, C minor pentatonic. And again, now patterns, pentatonic patterns are going to be more movement. So we're going to create a four note pattern, like one, three, two, four, or we can go one, two, four, three, right? Right? Anything like this. And you can kind of move up and down. You can go, right? So patterns are more kind of numbers. I'm not going to get into that whole thing, but you can do more types of patterns. Sorry. And again, kind of moving in and out. It's more of like a wigworm kind of thing rather than that scalar motion moving up and down. But that's going to be your C pentatonic sound. That's a very, very fun thing to do. Now, the next one, number two, is going to be more of... Uh, uh, it doesn't include the 13. So basically the only change is that we're going to remove the five from the scale. So, and the two. So basically we have this one, three, four, excuse me, we do have the five. We don't have the 13 though. We have the flat seven. We also do not have the two in there as well. So we have this. Okay. So we're getting that flat seven in there now. And as you can hear, it's more of a darker color. This 13 is kind of a brighter note, right? This scale here, it probably has a name. I'm not really sure what it is, but it's more of a dark, darker color, right? And again, it's kind of just that kind of rich, um, low, just really modal sound, right? sound right there. Um, so I love this. And again, you can take your time. What What's great about these small, short little things. Again, if you're listening to McCoy, Joey Calderazzo, Chick, Herbie, um, um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you can create these motifs, right? Just around these small little patterns. Right? Just really small patterns. And just kind of keep going back and forth, playing with the pattern, staying around one register, maybe move the register a little bit, but just keep switching it up. If you do, maybe you do a different way. Maybe you go... Right, So just keep switching up the way you get to that one note and stay with that motif. So that's going to be number two. And again, that's going to be one, flat three, four, five, flat seven, one. 
Number three is, <clears throat> is going to be more of a Phrygian sound. So we are going to play kind of, um, if you think C Phrygian, um, but it's going to be more of like a, um, <clears throat> it's going to be this sound here, right? So we're not playing uh, essentially E flat. It's going to be like if you're playing A flat Phrygian, right? So you're going to be playing your A flat major scale. Right, so essentially it's A flat Phrygian over C, which creates this type of sound here over that C minor. Right? And again, the key is C, this voicing right here is getting a little muddy, right? Um, so in the key of C, you can definitely use this, right? It definitely works very, very well as it starts to shift upward, like in the key of F. That's a great sound right there. This is a perfect uh, register and range for that sound. And again, you're gonna, just going to think a minor third down, and that's a, essentially the major scale you're going to play. So I'm playing C Phrygian right now from the key of A flat, right? Or if I'm in the key of F, I'm playing D flat Phrygian here, or essentially my D flat major scale, right? So in the key of F, right? Again, you're just taking the scale, you're creating melodies out of it, right? You're creating motifs, you're creating ideas, but with this certain texture of the Phrygian sound, you're creating an atmosphere. More importantly, that sound is giving you an atmospheric texture to go to besides just C minor, right? When you switch over to this or this or whatever key you're in, it's giving you a brand new texture to play off of over all those C minor chords that are kind of just sitting in one spot, right? So number three is going to be uh, C Phrygian, right? Off, off of, uh, you know, if you go down a major third, for all of you that are not, aren't too familiar with modes, so you're simply going to take the major scale of a major third down uh, from whatever, you know, minor key you are in, okay? Number four is going to be taking the minor sound of whatever key you're in and making it a major sound, minor major sound. And again, this is a really cool thing to do. If you're more of a bebop player, you can create some really nice bebop lines. Whatever it is, but just turning, you can simply take the minor sound and make it a minor major sound, and that's already going to give you a different characteristic. You can put the nine on top, that's going to be really nice. And again, you can kind of play more bebop lines over that minor major sound. That was number four. Number five is going to be just a little augmentation of that. It's going to be minor, excuse me, minor seven flat five with the major seven. So instead of just having regular minor major seven, we're going to make this a minor seven flat five with a major seven on top. All right, so what I like to do here, the way I like to voice this is put uh, my nine on top. Right, so I'm, I'm getting this sound here. Right? Whoa. 
whatever it is. And again, uh, you can you can play patterns. So basically playing around with this sound, arpeggiating it, or coming down, right? That's gonna sound really cool. You can also play a kind of a scale that I play. <laughs> you can play this. You can skip the A if you want. So I have uh, A flat in here. And I, you can use A natural. Or you can skip it. Right? Or you can add that A natural in. And sometimes I'll even go. Right? So kind of skipping that A flat gives you a different sound as well. You know, when you skip that A flat. Or you can add the A flat in here. Now, if I'll skip it, whoops. I love the sound. So cool. Definitely for an out sound to switch up. You know, if you're doing your more your pentatonic stuff. then you come to the end of the chorus or something. It's going to catch everyone completely off guard. It's absolutely amazing. So that's number five is going to be the flat five major seven sound, right? Um, and so that's an amazing, amazing one. I love, love, love to use all the time. And uh, number six is going to be more of a left hand or kind of harmonic thing to think about. This is going to be C minor to D minor. And I use this a lot all the time. It's more of a movement pattern, right? But it's really, really great. Um, it's great for fast tunes or very, very slow tunes. When I, when I have a super slow modal swing or just like a C minor, one, two, uh, one, two, three, four. You can add you can add the flat seven in there if you want or you can just make them straight minor chords minor minor right or the flat seven sounds good as well just a regular c minor seven d minor seven right So you get the picture. So my left hand is moving back and forth between that C minor and D minor. It's just so swinging. I love the harmonies between the one, the mon minor to the two minor. It just adds movement. You can even go up and then you change the inversion. Okay, for your right hand solo stuff, right? Over this, you can do a lot of different things. You can just think C minor. I was just thinking C minor there the entire time while my left hand was shifting back and forth. Or you could actually think D minor. So you can think C minor or C minor seven chord. Then you can think D minor seven chord. So if I'm soloing. Right, so C minor. 
and then you're thinking D minor. I wouldn't put that, don't put this B natural in there like a D minor Dorian scale, right? Because you're, you are in the key of C minor. So you're going to leave that out, right? You're just essentially thinking chord tones here, more chord tones, um, triadic, right? So you can think C minor triad or C minor seven, um, arpeggio and then D minor triad or D minor seven arpeggio. all these different patterns and so i don't like to use patterns too too much but um if the time calls for it i will but um they sound you know they can get kind of i don't know what the word is <laughs> repetitive or um i guess people expect to hear it right you know stuff like that it's a, just like practice patterns i'd rather hear lines like something like a nice melody you know um, but anyway, that's number six. That's the C minor going to D minor. Now, the last one is going to be another reharm that I love to do and throw in there. And if you have a good bass player that's listening, he'll catch this with you. And if you if you're on a minor chord for a long time, uh, I actually have two more for you. <laughs> if you're on a minor chord for a long time, uh, don't don't feel free to get off the chord. Right? Um, you can actually move around and and reharm the chord. So what I love to do is if I'm if I'm soloing right on the on the C minor seven for a long time. Let's say I'm, I'm soloing. And I'm, So I changed up the chord there. I actually went to a different chord. Now, I know some people may be like, why are you changing the tune, Brendan? Like, well, you know, I'm, re I'm reharming my solo. So what I love to do is go to the flat six. And you can add sharp 11 there, or you can just make it a regular flat seven dominant. So A flat seven in this case. So I'm in the key of C minor. I'll go to my flat six. And maybe I'll go back to the minor. So I went A7 down into my A flat seven, right? So I'm just adding some reharms in to spice up the chords. And I was playing A flat sus, right? You know, however you want to do it, you can play over your A flat sus. You can make it uh, A flat, you know, uh, adding the third in. So basically it's a sus with the third. Know, and then whatever you want. So reharm things up. Okay, now two random tips. You can always use the blue scale. Uh, you know, blue scale is great, right? One little tip too is I like to go C minor, D minor, E flat minor, down into my D minor, C minor. That's kind of an addition to number six, the add on. So I'll go C minor, D minor, E flat minor. It's like. Really, really nice harmonies there, getting that 
uh, you have your two shells here, but then you have that flat five in there as well. So if I'm soloing, you know, and then you can reharm it up. So that is going to be, uh, I'll just re review them real quick. You got your C minor pentatonic scale right? Scalar or patterns. You got more of a modal sound. One, flat three, four, five, flat seven, right? You want to practice these in all keys. Okay. You got your C Phrygian, right? So basically here I'm playing my A flat major scale, my C Phrygian scale, right? Over C here. Okay. And so that's giving me C Phrygian. I got my minor major sound, right? That's a really cool sound. Now from your minor major, you're gonna flat the five. You can also get this sound. Love that sound. Okay, and then you got your left hand, C minor, D minor. You can also add the E flat minor in there as well. Sorry, <laughs> I played a major there on the end by mistake. Love that, and then obviously you have reharms too. Which in the, my favorite reharm is all of all is going down to the kind of like the Pink Panther sound, right? C minor down to flat six dominant, and you can also add that tritone in. And you can add the sharp eleven in here too if you want. So that's going to be it. I hope you guys enjoyed that and I'll talk to you in the next episode.